Welcome to You Dab Me and Hello. I am RJ, followed by Andy and Mike, as always. Uh, that sounded a little mean, followed by. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our names were after yours. Oh, wow. Look at that mug you've got. I wish my mug made that sound. I wanted it to. That would have been super cool if it did. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet uh, mug there. It just makes I this may or may not be, may or may not be hitting that button every time you lift the glass. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get old really anyways, bad. Hey, we're here. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, it's been a long week for me. How are you guys doing? Yeah, same. same. Yeah, it's only been a week, but it feels like forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how it could have been a long week. It's still seven days, so I mean, it's like the same amount of time. I feel like this True. is the worst way to start off a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine coming in like at this moment? You're just like, oh, what the? Mm. Like I talk about the weather. They're boring. Next. They're boring themselves <laughs> with the conversation. <laughs> but hey, uh, anyways, thank you for joining us tonight on uh, our regular Thursday night. I know a lot of you have uh, many other plans that you could be doing, but thank you for joining us uh, on the Udami and Hello podcast. Tonight is top 50s. Uh, songs. I'm very excited about it. Uh, for our listeners, this was uh, one of the um, uh, subjects that was requested uh, the last time we saw a bunch of our, our people in person. Uh, they wanted more 70s, 60s, 50s. So we uh, decided to put some more in this. So three get three dads talking about a genre or a decade of music in which we did not live in, mm -hmm. uh, but we Th all like. So Like 30 years prior to when we were born. That's right. Um, so our memories of these songs might be a little bit different than others who <laughs> lived in that era, but you know, these songs are still very popular. These songs still get played on the radio. Um, so I feel like no matter what generation you're from, you're going to love these songs. Um, maybe not so much the people who did the songs, but you'll like the songs at least. Already going there. Already, <laughs> already going, going there. there. We're going to talk about the music as, yeah. as always, yes. we're talking about the music music only you say that but we always end up oh, yeah, something's gonna come up yeah. let's just it, get it out of the way now every person I, on this list is no pretty no, much probably no, no. trash uh, well maybe allegedly know. almost all allegedly, allegedly. We, have, we, have, we have a fact check everybody <laughs> if there's one thing i learned from this list apparently music before uh 1950 between 1950 and 1955 sucked because we only have one song from 1954 and nothing before that i you know, I was going to say, did music exist before the 50s? Because I know it did, but like anybody's like, ah, oh, I want to hear the top 40 from 1945. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I was a bit shocked, and maybe this is just, you know, a really stupid thing to say out loud, but I always equate the Beatles with the 50s, and I now realize it was the 60s and 70s that the Beatles Correct. were generally in. So, I was a little shocked when I was like, "Oh yeah, let's do a '50s list," and then I was like, "Wait, there's no Beatles." <laughs> that was that was pretty stupid of you to say out loud, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say a lot. I'm probably gonna say a lot worse as I always do, so don't feel too bad. All right, all right. Well, I am ready. Uh, I think we've got uh, nothing else, so we're gonna go straight into it. Here is our <laughs> list. This is, this is starting off so well. Let's just do it. <laughs> We've got everything from in the still of the night all the way down to why do fools fall in love. Uh, if you do not remember these, I guarantee you out of the three of us, one of us will be singing uh, at some point most mm. of these songs. And that's not White Stakes. Uh, white Stakes? White Snakes. White Stakes. Uh, still of the night. Yeah. I don't think you should eat White Stakes. <laughs> no. You sat no. down and you had a White Steak in front of you. Like, toss that. Like, that is not good for your health. I mean, unless it's like a white gravy. I mean, that's pretty If good. it's a white... Okay. Well, now yeah. we're talking about two different things. The steak itself? No. The steak itself? No. I'm going to stop you guys there and start with In the Still of the Night <laughs> uh, versus Great Balls of Fire. In the Still of the Night by the Five Satins. Uh, Great Balls of Fire, uh, obviously, by uh, that other guy. 
Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Obviously. Sorry. Obviously by the <laughs> you know, other guy. The other guy <laughs> who did the music. Yeah, In the yeah, Still of the Night came out in 1956. Uh, it is that uh, doo-wop song covered many, many times after this, uh, preferably for me by Boys to Men. They actually covered it on their uh, Coolie Eye Harmony uh, album, which is really good. Uh, and Great Balls of Fire, which is uh, most known for being a WWE pay-per-view theme song. Probably one of the worst <laughs> WWE pay-per-views of all time, Great Balls of Fire. And what's even funnier about that uh, pay-per-view is when everybody came out, their head would block some of it, so it said... Other other things <laughs> next to it. Didn't say great balls. It just said eat. Yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh god. All right. Well, I'm picking Jerry Lee Lewis. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Fire. Uh, uh, I, I'm going within the still of the night. In the still of the night is such a great song. Clearly, everyone agrees with me. Uh, so, Andy, you just have to join the party. I can't. Uh, all. Yeah, but. Both songs are great, um, but I'm I'm they're, they're in the still of the night. Boys to Men, Debbie Gibson. It was heard in films. Dirty Dancing. I'm not talking about the remake. The Irishman. It's one of the 500 greatest songs of all time, according to all Rolling right, Stone. But great Balls of Fire doesn't have many other remakes, probably because it's hard to do. Um, so I'm going with Great Balls of Fire. Hey, but still the night. That that doo wop like this is a tough one. Um, I feel like if they were up against, don't else, start this conversation like, oh, I got a doo wop friend. In the still of the night is great. And you should have chosen it in the first place. Can't save yourself now. <laughs> Did I go too far? With <laughs> I know. I know where you were going. I know where you're going. Thank you. But I yes, it. yes, it is one of the most famous songs in doo wop history. Um, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That song, uh, which that part was actually lifted from a different song called Night Owl by Tony oh. Allen. <sighs> Andy, this go, was recorded ooh, in New Haven, ooh, Connecticut. Ooh, this is from your home. In a church. You New Haven is very far from me. New Haven is on the other side of It's the, the same state. Mm. Mm. But the, the So the weird part about this song uh, written That's by... Weird. One of the members, Fred Paris, he had joined the U.S. Army. Mm -hmm. And uh, while he was traveling uh, between a couple of different towns is when he wrote the song. But after it was recorded, he ended up in Japan. So the group basically reformed with only two of the original members to tour on this song's success. And then when he came back, uh, he started his own group and then toured again. So nice. there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to uh, Kevin. Uh, I don't know if you wanted that out there, but there it is. Uh, congrats on your retirement from you. Dad, me a hello. He says thank you. you I don't know. know that. I don't know if he said thank you to us or. <laughs> All right. Oh, there. there it is. Um, but <laughs> uh, also a big congrats to my dad. My dad actually was in surgery uh, this week. Uh, he is watching. Maybe uh, if he figured out how to use his phone, he mm. is uh, he is live from the hospital bed, uh, watching you, Dabby. Hello, probably for the first time. Oh, he didn't uh, so perform the surgery. It. He was no, no, no. Oh. He was he was in it. He was there. He was in it. Yeah, right. that would have been a, that would have been a bigger feat. Cool. He was the lead so, star. Uh, yeah. Just like just thrown into like, and he's like, "You're gonna do a surgery today," and he's like, "I got it." <laughs> yeah, sick. <laughs> Well, well, hey, In the Still of the Night uh, actually lays claim to being the origin of doo-wop as well. Uh, the other contender in that area is a song called When You Dance by the Turbans, in which the chant doo-wop can actually be heard. Uh, oh. But it's really just this song and another song that really is the origin of that term, doo-wop. So uh, pretty cool. And like I said, Voice to Men covers this song possibly better uh, in an a cappella arrangement back in 1993 for Cooley Eye Harmony. So great, great song. I love it. Too Moving on. Okay. Oh, there'll be plenty more. <laughs> Next up, we've got Mr. Sandman. Uh, and that one is by uh, Cordettes. Cordettes. Yes. And uh, Tutti Frutti. Uh, and that one is by Little Richard. Um, I'm going with Mr. Sandman. This, this is a tough one, but I'm going with Mr. Sandman. I have my reasons. 
<laughs> I wonder if it's the same reason I have. I like I was just like, I got my reasons. I got my reasons, really? dude. You're going with Mr. Sandman too? I'm gonna go with Mr. Sandman as well. And it's wow, and, okay. and my reason is because um it's every like it only reminds me of horror movies and death. Oh, uh, that was not my that reason. song. That's not that, my reason. I would have chosen Mr. Sandman is just a scary song to me because I just it's always in the background of a killer movie. Hmm. Well, why would, I'm sorry. Why would you have chosen uh, Tutti Frutti, Andy? Be because of its uh, original content or its current content? <laughs> by what do you mean by its original content? <laughs> oh, you mean how the song was um, not appropriate at all? Oh, pray tell. Mm. Um, so the original uh, title of the song was Tutti Frutti Good Booty. And... Oh. Uh, I have some lyrics that were replaced, but I don't know if I should read these on the air. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to read them. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. if. Uh, yeah, it's probably not appropriate. Oh, wow. I just found those. Yes, that is pretty good right there. Um, well, look them up, people. Uh, but Tutti Frutti, number one in the top 100 records to change the world. Uh, they hail the recording as the sound of the birth of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And we just kicked it out of our top 16. Yep, you did. Um, you did. Yep, you did. Jerks. Um, it's okay. Little Richard is on here again. He's got, we got two songs on Spoilers. here. Spoilers. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> we already showed the bracket. Mm. So someone was really quick. Um, yes, this was a very um, naughty song. It was con uh, it, it was considered uh, too suggestive for white audiences. That's it. <laughs> white people just mm. it's always bringing it down. Those up are. uptight white people. <laughs> In April 2012, Rolling Stone declared this uh, the most inspired rock lyric ever recorded in the refrain. So uh, a wop bop a loop bop a wop bamboo. Yeah. Big, <laughs> uh, big praises for this song. Um, Elvis Presley covered it. The Beatles covered it at some point. Uh, so, yeah. I don't have anything else to say about Tutti Frutti. How about you guys? He he wrote it, in which he actually wrote a lot of his songs while washing dishes, working at a restaurant in Georgia. Um, basically, he said he's, he couldn't talk back to the boss. And he just keep bringing pots and pans back to him. And uh, for some reason, he said, a wop bop a loop bop a wop and boom. <laughs> Because that's what naturally what you would say if someone yeah. is continuously bringing back dishes for you to wash. I mean, yep. I say that constantly when my daughter finishes her twentieth bowl for the day after eating goldfish <laughs> or fruit snacks and puts them in the sink, and I go, mm -hmm. just, "Oh, wop bop loo bop wop bamboo." <laughs> that's like. But that being said, <laughs> "Rock Around the Clock" <laughs> is next, uh, and that is um, Bill Haley and his comments. Uh, and then we have uh, Johnny Be Good, uh, and that is by Chuck Berry. What do we got? Rock around the clock, and Johnny. Rock around the clock, and Johnny Be Good. These I'm are both with pretty fun rock songs. This is a tough bracket. These are good songs. These are really good songs. I I'm going to agree with Kevin in the comments and go with Rock Around the Clock. What do you got, RJ? I feel like I'm going second all the time right now yeah um i'm gonna go with johnny be good actually oh okay oh uh, um no nah, i still think i have to go with rock around the clock <laughs> oh, okay, okay. i i like johnny be good it's a great song but um it is but rock around the clock is officially unofficially the first rock song ever but johnny be good was in back to the future uh, that's right <laughs> it was not to mention uh the guardian said it's the first song ever written about how much money a musician can make by playing the guitar and argued that no song in the history of rock and roll more jubilantly celebrates the down market socio-economic roots of the genre high praises it's high too praises. deep keep your politics out of my music um I do like Rock Around the Clock. Don't get me wrong. But Johnny Be Good, I keep it just reminds me of Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. I know that's an 80s thing or in the 50s mm -hmm. right now that hasn't happened. That's the future. But I like it. He went back 
to the future though. that's oh that's true yeah. it was the 50s yeah. it, was. it was you're right yeah it was um so chuck berry was a polarizing character um oh, outside going. of music right. no but i'm gonna tell a funny story so <laughs> keith keith richards in 1981 was backstage at a show at chuck berry and he decided to start plucking the strings on chuck berry's uh guitar and Chuck came in and just punched him straight in the face and gave him a black eye. Um, so Richard said, I love his work, but I couldn't warm up to him even if I was cremated next to him. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Chuck. I did that him. once, though. Somebody touched my guitar at church during worship. And I was like, mm mm, not happening. I punched him right in the face. Is this a confession? No. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm not Catholic, and no, it, it, that didn't happen. I'm actually lying, so that would be another. Oh, oh, so you're tonight. sinning on on a podcast that is. Oh, I'm send this I think that's the least of my worries on this podcast. <laughs> one one thing I didn't know: uh, Chuck Berry graduated from thing? beauty school with a degree in hairdressing and cosmetology. Oh, so he nice. was not a beauty school dropout. No, no, he wasn't. He graduated. All right. Well, hey, uh, hey, I feel like there's uh, much more we can say about them, but we have. <laughs> but we won't. I only have eyes for you versus Elvis Presley's Hound Dog. I only yeah. have eyes for you is by the Flamingos. Um, and I have to admit right away, I'm just going to say it. I only have eyes for you is one of my favorites on this entire list. So I'm pushing it through. Hmm. I only have I, I wish we I I were up against each other. Yeah. Be nice, Why? RJ. Be nice, RJ. Why did, why did Randy Miser put these songs <clears throat> up against each other? I'm going to vote for Hound Dog. <sighs> oh, man. Um, shoot. I only have eyes for you. That's such a great song. It is such a great song. It's been in like so many movies like since then. We've got but, we've got uh, this is such like, a great like, song. Man. Boys to Men covered it, by the way. Uh Billy Holiday, Carly Simon, Jermaine Jackson. It was on the second oh. episode oh. ever of Saturday Night Live. History, folks. History. It's fifty fifty in the comments here, too. It is. Sorry, I'll let you do that. I was um, all right, all right, all right. Hound dog. Hey. You ain't nothing but a jerk face. <laughs> I. All right. Uh, my wife's not going to be happy either that I voted for that. I only have eyes for you is a, one of the best songs on this entire chart. I agree. As is hound dog. Yeah. Hello, I did a whole meme about it. That's right. He did. <laughs> talk about good. it. Well, talk about everybody that covered the song, but let's not talk about the original. Boys to Men, 2017 covered Rachel it. Very McAdam. good. I might go back and listen to that again. <laughs> um, they did it in the Family Stone. Three no, major. but I mean, the Flamingos, it's a, a doo-wop song again, 1958. Peak number 11. It. On the Billboard 100, I wish. Oh, my word. Yeah, that would be great. That would be pretty sick, actually. Um, Rolling Stone <laughs> ranked this as number 158 on the 500 greatest songs of all time, which is not – sounds like a terrible number, but, I mean, come on, 500 greatest songs of all time. We can't even figure Ever. out 16 in this decade. And they did – they made it in the 500 of all time. So it's a great song. It is. Yeah. Recorded, um, Recorded at the church that they attended, the Church of God and Saints of Christ in Philadelphia. Um, and that church had no musical instruments. Everything there was uh, vocals only. So they kind of honed their their craft there, which is why their their vocal blends are so good. Um, because that's all they did. They only sang. Yeah. Because the track was blessed by Jesus is what you're saying? Yeah. That was and one you thing. Just kicked it off our list for the hound dog. Well, hey, what? I was gonna say, it's so funny how like you had to record back then because of well, there wasn't this technology, so they all had to sing. Obviously, at the same time, like now it's like mm -hmm. multi tracks and everything. But uh, the 
the bass vocalist. Yeah, uh, Jake too Perry. Sh- yeah, it was too short. Uh, not the rapper too short, but he was too short <laughs> and would have to stand on phone books uh, to get to the mic level of everybody else and was not too happy about it. Yeah. Uh, Apparently he right. was, quote unquote, mad as hell. I'm not a midget, <laughs> but we told him we're not going to bend our necks down to suit you. The mic has to be a certain level for all of us. So we put him on some phone books and that's how we recorded. They should have everybody sit down. No. Uh, I, don't, I think it's not it's not good for the diaphragm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Sorry, you can't we don't don't expect you Sorry. to know that, Andy. No, definitely not. You can rap sleeping. All right, you, good golly, Miss Molly <laughs> versus I walk the line. Good golly, Miss Molly uh, by uh, Little Richard. That's the second song uh, versus I walk the line by Johnny Cash. How's everybody feeling nice about this one? Good golly, Miss Molly. Oh, man, really? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash, I Walk the Line. It's not my favorite Johnny Cash song by far, but it is uh, the one that made the list, and I do like it. Uh, it's not my favorite, but it's the one that's on the list. <laughs> this, you've been warned twice to be nice, RJ. I don't know who that is. I, it's one of my children, but <laughs> I don't know what they're referring to. Um. I gotta go with good golly, Miss Molly. Oh, you can this one. Nope. Sorry. I'm not Johnny Cash. How are you gonna fan? kick Johnny Cash out of you're not a Johnny Cash fan, like at all? It's okay. He's okay. Hurt? Yeah, but Johnny you, Cash Hurt you, is probably you, one of the best songs you, of all time. You even yeah. said this wasn't your favorite Johnny Cash song. Why are you? Yeah, he just said he doesn't even like Johnny Cash. I went to the Johnny Cash Museum. I, I don't say I don't like Nashville. him. I've just never gotten into him. So Sorry, I'll have to. Uh, there's a million artists out there, and he just hasn't popped up into my my Spotify playlist mm. for some reason. <laughs> all right, all right. I, well, I got Miss Miss Molly moving on, and you and you kicked out Tutti Fruity, so I had to get Little Richard yeah. in here somehow. I don't like but, Little Richard, and that opening line, just like how it starts off. I was so I had this on Bluetooth while I was taking a shower the other night, and I literally I was I was dancing in the shower. I, I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. I was like. This, this song kicks kicks my tootie booty. booty <laughs> <laughs> so I Walk the Line, 1956, um, was apparently a song that he wrote as a promise to remain faithful to his first wife, Vivian Liberto, while he was on the road, which um, it didn't work. How'd that hold up? I was yeah. <laughs> you just said first wife, so I'm assuming it didn't. Yeah, first wife. Uh, um, yeah. But he was, he was touring with Elvis. Um, and, uh, that was pretty much that, uh, 1956, he met June Carter and then, uh, filed for divorce from Vivian in 1966. Uh, and then, so would, would you call this a country song? Call it, um, it can, right? it can yeah, be, I, I would, I, I, you know, yeah, that's probably why Billy, like, I don't, I don't particularly like country music. Um, even though I grew up in a household where my grandfather had every single country records cassette in the world. That's probably why I don't like it, because I had to listen to it constantly. Um, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of country either, and, and I'm not into all of Johnny Cash's records or anything like that, but the ones that are singles, have, uh, for me, have been, been very, very big hits. And, and I went to go see the museum. In Nashville, it was really cool to see his story. And if you've ever seen the biopic in 2005 with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon, uh, it's a great, great movie. And they actually sang their parts in the movie. So Joaquin Phoenix actually sings the Johnny Cash songs very well, by the way. So if you haven't seen that, I would go out of your way to go to go watch that. I'd give it a look. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, uh, we got La Bamba. Uh, which is by uh, Richie Valens uh, and Jailhouse Rock, our second uh, Elvis Presley song. I'm going to go with Jailhouse Rock on this one. Uh, I, I was I was shocked in 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 our research for this episode with how many Elvis songs I actually know and like. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought I didn't really like Elvis. Um, one of my favorite songs by him is the Wonder Review. 
Um, and that was pretty much it. And then I doing doing this, I was like, wow, I like this song. I like this one too. It's a pretty cool song. So it was probably like six six Elvis songs that I found in the fifties that I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he was okay. pretty popular back in the fifties. Yeah, I've he was. Heard. He was a. Uh, he, he was pretty famous. Pretty yeah. famous guy. I, he was famous. I've never heard sport. of the guy. Um, actually, uh, his name is Yelvis. El- <laughs> no, actually, Yel- Yelvis. You made me say it. Actually, Elvis <laughs> is more more widely known for creeping Mike and I out as children. That's right. When we used to have to sleep over our grandparents' house, next to the bed was a. There's an Elvis bust. Elvis head and facing <laughs> the bed. So whenever I slept over there, I would turn the head the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that was so creepy. I didn't think to do that, actually. You didn't? No. No. I just rolled Well, over. I chose Jailhouse Rock. Where are we here? Did either of you choose? Yeah, yeah I'm no. going Jailhouse Rock as well. Yeah, okay. Jailhouse Rock. I, um, I don't know if it was this particular recording of La Bamba that was on our playlist but man the musicianship was rough (laughs) it was man the drums were 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 coming in like three beats too early and whatever that woodblock thing was like right in the microphone holy cow hey oh i just insulted your mom because your mom (laughs) (laughs) thanks mom you gave me sorry auntie laurie (laughs) <laughs> i'm sure it's great i didn't see it myself but I, oh sure. i mean it looked exactly like him which is yeah. why it was so terrifying yeah <laughs> like, it was it's well made well it's made just, i don't need and, it this close to my face yeah when I'm trying to oh sleep yeah it was like right well. next to the bed like, apparently just like... <laughs> um i didn't notice that in la bamba like i kind of take it with like i don't know I don't know that it's the fifties, the way stuff was recorded. Like you could tell on like all the audio. Yeah. It's either like in a dingy basement somewhere. Um, or just, yeah, too loud and too quiet. Like it's all kind of all over the place. I, but. I think it's stuck out on this playlist because there are so many songs where the bands were so tight, like Chuck Berry and, uh, you know, Elvis's backing band and, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, little Richard, like all these bands were, at the top of their game. And then you had Richie Valens with their like sloppy drummer and the guy with the, <laughs> with the wood block that just couldn't. That chill. was actually their name. It was Richie Valens and the sloppy drummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, was bad. all right. Well, uh, I, La Bamba moving out. I mean, it was a, it was a modest hit in the fifties, mm-hmm. but it didn't become popular until 87. Uh, when they made a movie called La Bamba. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it became a, a big deal at that point because it was the first major mainstream Hollywood film with a Hispanic subject. Um, and they released the movie both in Spanish and English versions. Coca-Cola did a marketing ad with it. like So it kind of blew up then. So, um, what, Wasn't they, there a, a sketch on Mad TV where the main actor was on and no one knew his name and they just kept calling him La Bamba and he got really mad that his name wasn't La Bamba. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, That That was funny because I can't remember (laughs) all of it. (laughs) Next up, we've got At the Hop uh, by uh, somebody. Um, Oh, Danny (laughs) and the Juniors. Uh, And then we have uh, my second uh, favorite song on this list, A Teenager in Love. Uh, and that one is by uh, Dion and the Belmonts. So by far, A Teenager in Love, uh, for sure. Why must I be a teenager in Oh, that ran out of voice. In love. <laughs> wow. I hey, remember. Everybody. You know that we make music and RJ's a singer? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of recording uh, every line individually, he does half of the line, and then yes, yeah. <laughs> Why must I? Isn't is that how George Michael did some of his songs? He did, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I agree. Teenager in love. Oh, I was Without going with that. The hop. Okay. That's because you don't. No, you know, I thought I liked that song, and then I heard it, and I was like, yeah, the hop, 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 hop. And that's, that's a great song. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Stock hop. No, it's a great song. 
but it's okay. It's uh, a great well, like, well, out there. Like, what's what's the song about? It's about being at the hop. And well, you what, can rock it, you can roll it, dude. The stomp and right. sterling at the hop, hop, and, hop. And back hop. in the day, all the uh, parties and dances used to be in high school gymnasiums. So, you know, all the old crotchety teachers and counselors used to tell the kids to take their shoes off so they wouldn't ruin the floors. So they were all in their socks. So it was the sock hop. So all in their socks on linoleum floors, <laughs> wood floors, just breaking ankles and necks. That's and right. That was way if it doesn't solidify point. that you are a success at the hop was then re-recorded in 1995 by Sharon Lois and Bram. Uh, if you don't know them, they are the children's singers uh, who, who sang Skinnamarinky Dinky. Oh, wow. Skinnamarinky wow. Doo. Uh, now I hate this song. I love <laughs> you. Well, the, the song was originally called Do the Bop. Um, and uh, they changed the name because. Oh, yeah. wow. That's. Oh, wow. No, well, because the, the bop wasn't a thing. The bop wasn't a thing. So they were at the I bop. Feel like, I feel like you need to pass your notes to us before because we would have said that's not a note at all. <laughs> I mean, there's it. more. There's more to it my notes. It used to be called was, this, and then it just wasn't anymore. I mean, do you want me to read it verbatim? This was written by Dave White and John Madara, who were songwriters and producers based in Philadelphia. White was a member of Danny and the Juniors. At wow. the Hop okay. was originally... Yeah, he see? used to be 15 see? years old, and then he was 16. Yeah. <laughs> see how Next exciting that was? Is Wake Up Little Susie, uh, and that one is by the Everly Brothers, versus Why Do Fools Fall in Love, my third favorite song on this, uh, this mm. one by Frankie, uh, Lyman, and the Teenagers. Uh, I'm going with Why Do Fools Fall in Love, an amazing song. I'm going with Wake Up Little Susie. <sighs> Andy. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's wake up little Susie. It's right. What? Why Do Fools Fall in Love was such a great song. It was covered by the Beach Boys later as well. And Diana Ross. Yeah. What about Boys to Men? Uh, I don't think they did. Oh, it's not wake up, little Susie. I hate it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing Listen, else. It. Um, sorry, my chair is falling apart in my hand. I was, I didn't know what was in my <laughs> hand for a second. I got like this leather chair, and it, the arm is like falling off, and I had like a bunch of stuff in my hand, and I was really creeped out. I thought it was like a dead moth, but it's just crap from my chair. I I know a guy that good, works at an story. office supply store. He can get you a discount on a chair. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, the chair's still in good. Just see. All right. Well, hey, wake up, little Susie is the last I'll one to it. enter our top eight, leaving Why Do Fools uh, Fall in Love uh, in the Wayside, number 314 on the 500 greatest songs of all time. Um, again, the Diamonds, Beach Boys, Diana Ross all covered this song. Uh, I'm actually going to go back and listen to the Beach Boys version because um, I think I forgot that they did it. Um, but it's a great song. I love it a lot. Yeah, I don't dislike the song. It's very catchy. Vocals weren't are very they, good. Weren't they actually teenagers too? Like, yeah, he was like thirteen. Those? Yeah. Oh, actually, was that young. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The the lead singer passed away early, in in his twenties, unfortunately. Um, but they they kind of led the way for a lot of groups, uh, like like the Jackson Five actually. Um, so. Yeah, I mean cool. it's a good song. I think I don't think I liked it as much as I thought I did, but it it's good. All right. Well, hey, we're in the top eight now, guys. Uh, next up, we're zooming is in the still of the night versus Mr. Sandman. Uh, again, in the still of the night uh, by oh gosh, I already forgot. Who said Wait, five balls of fire lost. Five seconds. What did you just say? Great balls of fire lost. I thought I so. voted for Great Balls of Fire. Mike, so did I. I did. Oh, for real? Yeah. This guy. This guy, this guy over I'm here. Doing it again, guys. I'm doing first, it again. It's the first round. Oh man. We're so we need some double checking here. <laughs> you sure that? Yeah. I, I definitely. Balls. Yeah. Mike voted for balls. All right. My bad. My bad. All right. Sorry. Yep. Great Balls of Fire versus Mr. Producer. Sandman. Um, <laughs> regardless. Still voting. <laughs> still voting for Mr. Sandman. You, got, you need to pick one on air or. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. It's too much. Uh, Mr. Sandman for me as well, for sure. Uh, Mr. Sandman is such a Mr. Sandman. Yes. <laughs> you guys really voted out Great Balls of Fire, so we did all that work for nothing. I mean, RJ did uh, all the work. You saved it just to, just to cut it down. We just cut it down again. It doesn't matter. Great Balls of Fire, all I think about is that WWE pay-per-view. Sorry. So this song, <laughs> this song made the top five in pop, R&B, and country charts simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, gracious, with a whole lot of shit going on. <laughs> Sold five million copies. Just a huge hit again. It's still mm-hmm. super popular. Uh, I think way more popular than than Mr. Sandman, even though Mr. Sandman is. Mr. Salmon is still utilized. We're not. Oh, we're not talking about fire on the freaking pay per view. So we're not talking about popularity. <laughs> we're talking about quality of music here. As am I. That the piano. Oh my god, it just rocks out, man. Yeah. Do you know how many people yeah. covered this song too? I mean, the, the Mr. Sandman song, Fleetwood. Uh, the Fleetwoods did it. Tommy O'Day, Bette Midler, uh, Buddy Morrow. Dicky Valentine, come on, Dicky. Valentine, uh, as I don't know who that is. Famous pop sensation said, "You don't impress me much." Wow, we're calling Shania Twain Shania a pop Twain. sensation. <laughs> yes. yes, I thought you didn't like country. He doesn't. He likes pop and Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have "Rocking Around the Clock" or "Rock Around the Clock." Uh, versus Hound Dog. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Hound Dog, and here's why: because Rock Around the Clock, for some reason, reminds me of Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. It does. Uh, not really does. sure why, uh, but I'm going with Hound Dog. That's such a good Elvis song. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. I'll make it easy. Um, hound Dog. All right. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you were being serious. Yeah. So I waited, but. Sure that wasn't that I'll wasn't my choice, but okay. Oh, you were gonna go with rocking around the clock? I was yeah. rocking around the Christmas clock. It's the first know. first ever rock song recorded. Mm-hmm. It, was it? Yeah. <laughs> and the first rock song to top the charts. Why are you? It's the, the beginning of the rock era, at least for charting purposes. And it charted in bestsellers in stores, most played song by DJs, most played in jukeboxes. You guys remember jukeboxes. <laughs> I've been the Johnny Rockets before. Yes. Yes. Um, and it was written in 1953, but not uh, recorded and released until 1955. Why the wait? I don't know. It was worth the wait. I mean, those two, right, well, those two years were agonizing, but I'm glad I waited. They, until they rocked around the clock for two straight <laughs> years. Look, man, the guy that wrote it. it was almost 60 years old. He probably forgot he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, hey, we've got two in the top four. We got two more slots left. Uh, the next one up is Good Golly Miss Molly versus Jailhouse Rock. Good golly, Miss Molly is my choice. <laughs> Good golly, Miss Molly by Little Richard. Jailhouse Rock by Elvis Presley. Where are you, Andy? Uh, Good golly, Miss Molly. Literally, I, I know where you are. <laughs> All right. He's right there. that easy enough. He's right. Yeah. I can see him. He's right there. Uh, Good golly, Miss Molly, you said? Yes. Yes. We All kicked right. out Jailhouse Rock. Jailhouse yeah, Rock should uh... not be in the next bracket. It should not be in the... All right. Well, good golly, Miss Molly's making it. So let's talk about Jailhouse Rock a little bit. 1957. <laughs> it was the first single. What? What did I miss? What did I miss? Uh-huh. I think what? Kevin might be drinking. <laughs> that looks like something. Um, <laughs> talk about Jailhouse Rock. Let's. It was written by uh, the same guys that wrote Hound Dog. And yeah. Elvis, you mean? No, no, no. Elvis, no. Elvis didn't write his own songs. It was written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. Yeah, gosh, dude. Gosh, so much. Much. 
Jeez. <laughs> but you um, you said it like we should be surprised. Like it's the same dude singing both songs. He probably used the same team. You were like, oh, it's so crazy. Jailhouse Rock was written by the same people who wrote the other Elvis song. Hey, and this song is the reason why the movie was called Jailhouse Rock. I don't remember what it was called before because I was dumb and didn't put it in my notes. Um, <laughs> but eventually, but, yeah, yes, yeah. The song they realized the song was going to be so popular that they they changed the title to Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, um, massive hit, number one on the pop, U.S. pop charts for seven weeks. Also reached number one in country and R&B charts, and in the U.K. it also entered the charts at number one. Um, so yeah, again, another one of those just. Another famous Elvis song. Um, everything that he was putting out was was charting. So that's true. Uh, at least we got one song in there. Um, that's right. From from Mr. Well, Elvis. lastly, we've got "Wake Up, Little Susie" uh, versus "A Teenager in Love," and I'll double down. "A Teenager in Love," one of my favorites on this entire uh, chart. So I'm going with "A Teenager in Love." Why must I be a teen? <laughs> I'm still gonna go with "Wake Up, Little Susie." It's a great song. Ooh, making it hard for Andy. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a different cup. Ah. Yeah, I drank all the tea in the other cup. This one has a bunny on it. You have a. I don't. Yeah, like a, do bunnies make noises? Listen, the guy can barely get the right song <laughs> into the next one. Never mind. Graphic. <laughs> All right, RJ. Come on. Lori, Kevin, right. Aaron, Teenager in Love. Yeah, well, hold on. You're leaving out Caitlin. She sided No, she's me. saying, wake up. It's a teenager in love. That's, That's what, not what she said. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. You're messing with me. You're going to do wake up. Stupid idiot. No, it's teenager in love. Teenager in love for me. Sorry, take care of that stupid idiot. Wake up, little Susie. All right, well, hey. good. Psych. No, it's good. That guitar at the beginning of the song just gets you amped. So good. Wake up, little Susie by the Everly Brothers was banned. Yeah. In Boston radio stations. Because there were some lyrics. Oh, there. Do you know what the suggestive lyrics were? What? They fell asleep at a drive-in mm -hmm. and realized they were past curfew, and they had to make up a story to tell Susie's parents. Yep. Oof, hmm. Scandalous. Yep. Um. Now that I think about it, why didn't we have "Bye Bye Love" on here? That was such a good song too. All I have to do is dream. We had a lot of Everly Brothers. We're not like at in that the, in the doozy show yet. I know, but I'm. I was looking at like what else the Everly Brothers did, and I forgot how they did a how lot. Good they were. There's a lot. Like, of, yeah, we had, yeah. We had a lot of. We had a lot of songs that were in contention. <clears throat> this was. Um, this was uh, one of George W. Bush's favorite songs. Uh, when Oprah asked him what one of his favorite songs is that, were, is that Old Bush but, or younger Old Bush? Uh, old Bush. Um, oh. He said. Um, <laughs> he said one of his favorite songs is "Wake Up Little Susie" by Buddy Holly. <laughs> But he said Buddy Holly's version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're in the top, we're the top four. four right? oh, this is it man. Mr. Sandman versus the Hound Dog versus Good Golly Miss Molly uh, versus a teenager in love? But before we get into that, as always. It's dad joke time. Ridiculous. And my phone uh, is now uh, freezing, so now I can't get to my jokes. So, fun. Yeah, I'll get my. Well, papers. luckily you're third. It's I'm actually at the top today over here. So that's right. Like me and Andy are starting this one off. That's right. Door, <laughs> door, door on the plane. Says Kevin. It's a good callback. Um. You guys remember that? Yes. You guys remember no, the door on the plane? Yeah. Oh no, my goodness! What are you talking about? Hey, oh, put, put your you. kids to sleep. These you. dad jokes. Too <laughs> yeah, Andy said uh, his jokes what? are not, not appropriate, which is yeah, if you're with your kids, which is not I like mean, Andy. They're not for kids. They're definitely PG thirteen. Oh no! <laughs> should, I, should I change? Oh them? man, no, it's fine. I don't know. Hey, but 
are the are the hey what <laughs> oh no i was just gonna start but i'll wait okay uh, well i was gonna do the score oh, okay so so andy has 14 i have 16 and rj has 18 oh, i'm creeping <laughs> creeping up on you rj that's true i gotta do better and i'm not really i'm not too happy with my choices tonight but... <clears throat> well your joke tonight started with hey and you scared everyone so i'm gonna <laughs> know where you're going with this <laughs> oh man my wife uh she gets mad whenever i mess uh, with her red wine uh so i added fruit and lemonade to it and now she's sangria than ever i almost yeah. used that joke <laughs> well then you should be laughing harder sangria than ever sangria i it, it, i was pushing the words together a little bit <laughs> Well, guys, I, I don't know if you heard about about my friend. It's actually really sad. Um, he actually got kicked out of the medical profession for sleeping with a patient. He was a great vet. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> no? Jeez, RJ. It took me a sec. Uh, no. yeah. All right, Andy. You get my point. What? Yeah. I, I already knew your joke. <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's not funny. I didn't say it wasn't funny. Jesus, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's only implied. All right, Andy, go ahead. I'm telling you, my jokes aren't that much better. So, all right. Um, well, you're gonna hate this one then. Um, <laughs> you know, I I wasn't that close with my grandfather when he died. Which is lucky because he stepped in a landmine. Wow! Uh, oh my! <laughs> my goodness! So Mahatma Gandhi walked barefoot most of the time, which produced an impressive set of calluses on his feet. He also ate very little, which made him frail. With his odd diet, he suffered from bad breath. This made him a super calloused, fragile mystic hexed by halitosis. <laughs> no? I thought it was good. Yes, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go with Andy on this. I heard that one before, that. Mike. I should have just led the, with this one. Hey, RJ. Hitler hey. jokes are always so iffy. They're out of mind comfort zone, but they're funny oh, nine God. times out of ten. <laughs> oh God, that's awful! It's nine not good when I'm laughing at my opponent's <laughs> joke. And I thought coming into this that I was going to have terrible jokes. I was going to lead in and say any joke that I have. <laughs> but there was nothing inappropriate me. about that joke. That was terrible. That's just... <laughs> the whole joke is inappropriate, but... <laughs> that was that should be stricken from the record. You know, sometimes I talk to myself when I'm alone, you know, and it's kind of sad. Me too. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, I <laughs> I feel like I need to I need to punish Mike for even saying any of that. I got to go with RJ on that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fine. Fine. No more Hitler jokes for you. <laughs> I refuse to participate. Line. In the rest of this episode, there's a fine line between bestiality, implied bestiality, and <laughs> jokes. Okay. Oh man, we need to. So topical. Elon we don't have Musk any. This no, no comments for the rest of our jokes. Just one joke. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Just your Elon joke Musk bought, <clears throat> That means your joke. Elon Musk the, bought Twitter yeah. this week for forty-three billion dollars. Stupid idiot! I downloaded it for free. Mm -hmm. All right. No one? No, that was good. Well, if it was good, you wouldn't have gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I hey, laughed RJ. laughing hysterically. I laughed while you were telling the punchline. <laughs> RJ. What? Do you know what's green and sings? What? Elvis Parsley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we should get back into it. Now, <laughs> I'm not telling. I'm not telling you. Could we rewind the last twenty minutes and We can. What do you call someone who pretends to be Swedish? What? An artificial Swedener. Maybe I should use that one. I actually got a giggle out of you on that one. You got giggle. All right. Well, we're here. We're in the top four. Nope. Those are my notes. Hey. <laughs> this is going so swell. Welcome to your dad, me hello, where the producer does half the job. Clearly drunk. <laughs> I, I am not. This is this is this is just me. Mr. Sandman, <laughs> the hound dog. Good golly, Miss Molly and a teenager in love. Let's start with Mr. Sandman, the Cordettes, uh, versus Elvis Presley's Hound Dog. I'm gonna go hound with Mr. Dog. Sandman again. I love that song. Oh and a hound dog. So it's all on Mr. Mike. Yeah, Sandman. Sorry. Sorry, Shut Elvis. God. What the wow. hell? What the hell is going I on? I don't think you realize how good Mr. Sandman is. I don't think you realize is. how not great that song is. It's good. <clears throat> Sandman. Uh, just kicked out Hound Dog. We're not going by anybody else's list. This is let, our list. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Go ahead. You have you have <laughs> Mr. Sandman on on repeat. How many times can you listen to that in a row? Oh, it never ends. That song just it repeats. <clears throat> Depends time. on uh, what part of the song I'm listening to. Okay, could you listen to Hound Dog multiple times in a row? <clears throat> I didn't listen I mean, to any of these songs multiple times in a row, but I did listen to this playlist many times. I, I could listen to both of them. They're both good songs. But Sandman, I hear Mr. Sandman, Sandman once, and I'm like, I'm good for the next three to five. Really? I think you listen to I the wrong until Will and Grace. Oh, that's a bad way to get introduced to that song. I know it's a terrible I heard it show. I said, I said, oh. Did what? you watch Will and Grace? You liked Will and Grace? Yeah. yeah. It's a terrible show. You probably like Frasier too, didn't you? No, I like Fra- I like Frazier. What's wrong with Frazier? Frazier's funny. I don't know. Frazier's okay. It's forgettable. I don't remember anything that happened on that show, and I watched like half or more of it. Couldn't tell you one storyline from it. Fra- Frazier, I feel like the dog are are salted crackers <laughs> in the realm of TV. <laughs> if it's on, I'll I'll watch it. If, I won't remember if it's, my if experience. There, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat them, <laughs> but I'm not going in my pantry to specifically look for saltines to eat. Uh, uh, saltines are good. Well, hey, Hound Dog, <laughs> uh, late what 1953 or so mm-hmm. is when that came out. It is mm-hmm. number 19 Originally. on the 500 greatest songs of all time. Uh, yeah, you're right. It came out in 1956 for uh, Elvis <clears> Presley, but yeah. Um, it's been recorded more than 250 times. Uh, it appears in Greece, Forrest Gump, Lilo and Stitch, A Few Good Men, Indiana Jones, and The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, which is obviously the best <laughs> Indiana Jones. So if it's that like, how, like two uh, ends, Forrest Gump, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> At the fifth Indiana Jones where there's aliens. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it was a good song. I got nothing else to say. Elvis Presley's father cool. and Joe Dirt. Uh, <laughs> both great in their own right. Back. <laughs> Man, I can't. I'm still just. I can't believe you guys kick kick that song out. El- Elvis heard this song in a lounge by a I, band I, uh, called Freddie Bell and the Bell Boys when he was in Vegas. <laughs> That's how he heard this song. So then he's actually just a bunch of dudes like in a hotel, yeah. put, his, put his bags down. <laughs> Who are you? Well, hey, we're here. We are in the uh, we're in the top two. We got one more slot. Good golly, Miss Molly versus a teenager in love. And that answer is a teenager in love. Faux show. For you, maybe. Do you want to hear my answer? 
Yeah, let's hear your answer. Not if it's something else. No, it, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Golly, Miss Molly. Good golly, Miss. Come on, Andy. Do the right thing. Dion and the Belmonts, 1959. Why must I be a teenager well, in love? You did hear about how I was dancing in the shower to Good Golly, Miss Molly. Mm. Um, yeah, I never want to hear that story again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, teenager in love, Karen, Kevin, Caitlin. Lori, everyone you know is saying I teenager don't, in love. I do not succumb to peer pressure, but I'm still going. <laughs> but I'm still going with teenager in love. Oh, Ooh, okay. I got to build suspense uh, here. I gotta... You did. You did. It usually doesn't work for me, but <laughs> it did today. But we're here. The finals of our top fifty songs, Mister Sandman by the Cordettes, uh, <laughs> versus a teenager in love. By Dion and the Belmonts. Did you ever think that we would get to the finals of the top uh, 50 songs and it would be Dion versus the Cordettes out of all these people? No Elvis, uh, no no Richie Valens, no, no Little Richard. It's Dion versus the Cordettes. Let's talk about them. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's, well, we, we got to talk about, about Good Golly, Miss Molly. That was another... Yeah. Uh, that was another risque song that That's had right. some meanings to it. Mm. He was um, talking about ballers and not basketballers. Shot was... callers? Nope, not even. Not oh, even. Oh, Google it. Nope. Google it. Google. No, Google the... not the kids. Don't Google it. Kids don't Google it. Yeah. Don't Google it. Yes, don't Google it. Kids. They'll, asleep, they'll kids. TikTok it. They'll but tick Google Rolling Stone Magazine's list of 500 greatest songs, and you'll find this at number 94. Um, it is a nice segue word. there. I like that. I mean, like play this song, like turn the volume up really loud, and like put it next to somebody's ear. And play, <laughs> play. Um, scared of the Jesus. I mean, this not. is no. I feel good. With that TikTok it's close. Trend. Wow. All right. All right. Let's talk let's about, talk about the last two. <laughs> All right, let's go to Mr. Sandman by the Cordettes. Uh, that was, again, uh, 1954. Mm -hmm. uh, they call this barbershop music and traditional pop, which I think is kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I, I love this song. I think it's great. Um, number nine in 1955's Top Pop Records. Number one on all three Billboard popular music charts. Uh, it's a great, great song. And like I said, it just reminds me. I can't remember the horror movies that that appears in. I'm gonna see if I can look it up while we're talking here. But yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the song was their first number one hit, and was number one for seven weeks, and launched the career of the Cordettes. Uh, and then they eventually went on to be in the top forty another nine times. Uh, they had a, the other their other popular song, Lollipop, which is also really good. I like oh, Lollipop I about better. That. It's a great song. That was in the 60s, though. I just realized why I love this song so much and why it brings great memories. It is the ending of Halloween 2. Uh, ah, yeah. Michael Myers leaves the hospital. Uh, Halloween 2. Uh, Mr. And and one, one of the things I really appreciate, appreciate about this song is the percussion um you know the first uh verse is all just the claps uh there's no drums or any anything like that um you know and then the drums come in you've got your saxophones which i actually forgot were even in the song uh, and the saxophone hook is really good in that song um and if you want to get super technical uh the chorus is actually a circle of fifths over six chords in a row within the chord progression um uh, which is fairly complicated for music back then unless we we're talking like 30s big band um but for something in such a mainstream hit it actually uh wasn't something you would hear very often um you know it's a pretty technical song uh vocals are layered well uh and you've got that guy that goes yes just that one <laughs> random time it's so good 
but man. Well, sadly, most of the Cordettes have passed away. We had uh, Alice die in 1981, Jeanette, from the uh, 50s, Janet yeah. in 88, <laughs> uh, Ginny Osborne in 03, and finally Lynn uh, in 2020. She died at 95 years old. Uh, One can only hope. Lived a, a long life. But what about A Teenager in Love by uh, Dion and the Belmonts? You like this song a lot. What do you have to say about I it, love sir? This song, um, you know, it's—I don't know. It's yeah. just one of my favorite. I just—I listen to it every time. You mentioned uh, Johnny Rockets earlier, and you're, it made me laugh because, like, I honestly did used to go there quite a bit over on Thayer Street in Providence, and used to put it the you know the the money in the jukebox at the tables and a teenager in love. I used to listen to that all the time. I would, I would pick that out. Uh, there was also a jukebox at the pool uh, Legion Bowl. I think it was. We used to have oh, a yeah. pool hall there, and uh, we used to listen to some old songs in that too. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm surprised it, it, that it only reached number five on the Billboard Pop Charts um, in 1959. So this was later half of the of the 50s. Uh, Dion was a a teen idol um, at at that time. So whatever magazines, if they had magazines, I don't know. Like publications, publications, yeah. Uh, it was kind of like Tiger Beat back in the day. Uh, (laughs) So handsome. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, our gems covered by a lot of a lot of people. Um, hell, even Bob Marley covered it. Shanana, uh, less than Jake, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, so it's it's kind of all over the place. Again, it's one of those songs that you hear pretty frequently still um still super popular i just love i love the arrangement of it um it's just super catchy um so it is also one of my favorites and that this was one of the songs that i was rooting for to get towards the finals and i'm glad it's in the finals well we're here mr sandman versus a teenager in love where do we stand i will vote for a teenager in love I'm voting Sandman. So it's all on you, Andy. It's on Andy. Well, I'm not going to make this very uh, suspenseful because you already know where I'm going. Teenager in love. Yeah. All right. I knew it. There it is. Yeah. Teenager in love has made it (laughs) into... (laughs) There it is. A Teenager in Love by Dion and the Belmonts have topped our top 50 songs of all time of the 50s. I'm not mad. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, I'm not mad. (laughs) Such an abrupt ending. Very abrupt, Um, yeah. yeah, (laughs) If anybody's joining Uh, now, skip past the dad jokes. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Mine was hilarious. Uh, I think I think my dad is not watching because he just texted me. Uh, are you still on? So I, <laughs> I assume he missed that. <laughs> tell him to wait till um, we're done, and then he can go watch it on YouTube after. As all of true. you folks should tell your friends and family to watch it on YouTube after. Man, what a segue! <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we are back. Uh, are we back next week? I can't remember. I don't no, think because you're going on your. I think you wanted what? some time off because you're on your little vacay. I don't think that's next week. Uh, I thought it was. You said maybe. Uh, let me. I'm just looking it up. Hold on. Let me. Let me. I think we told. I think we told everyone watching last week that we weren't on next week. Well, there we go. All right. Well, we're not on next week. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, so we will see you in a couple weeks. However, this episode will officially drop next Friday. Be on the lookout for a trailer. Uh, Andy's been putting together some fun trailers. Uh, which have been getting a ton uh, of plays, by the way. Uh, Love them. On, on those trailers. I've been doing, yeah, you guys seem to like those trailers. So um, I think that's about it. We don't have any new music coming out, uh, at least uh, anytime soon. Um, but yeah, keep keep sharing our episodes. Keep sharing your favorites. Um, or just share our Facebook page. Let people know about it. Uh, we have been getting uh, some decent views this, this season. We thank everyone for, for keeping up with us. Uh, but if you can get out there and share our, our, our your favorite episodes of ours, that'd be great. Uh, we're getting huge plays on our uh, trailers that you put together, Andy. The last couple of trailers, uh, we've got 164 uh, on one of them. Uh, I watched 124. 162 times. 
He just shows everyone he sees. <laughs> hey, you want to watch this? Uh, but we're, we're we're doing pretty well, so I appreciate all of the support. <laughs> just slides oh, his phone under there. Yeah. Just remember, our podcast is available everywhere but Deezer. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us pretty much everywhere else. Uh, so check yeah. it out. But hey, thanks again for coming. This was our top fifties music, and uh, we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Bye bye. You got me a hello. You got me a hello. You got me a hello. You got me a hello.